Brendan, you never told me whether um the Alien Isolation DLC is worth worth it. To be honest, I, I know why I didn't because I haven't played it myself. I've got oh. it, but I haven't played it. I need to go back to it actually. I think there's one with Ellen Ripley. That yep. that's the one I'm probably gonna try. And then yep. there's like these survivor mode ones that I'm probably gonna skip. But yeah, the the Ellen one I've been sitting on for ages. But I got it on Steam and I couldn't be bothered going and playing on the computer. Yeah. Nice. I ended up... Uh, what did I pick up? I picked up... Because uh, I know that the Humble Bundle is under a bit of flack for like... Was it like the donations they did or one of the owners was just like... Like a, a real douchebag or something. But like... Um, I ended up picking up like the Bandai Namco bundle that they had. It was like... I, I went the whole like 25 bucks and I got like... Tekken 7, uh, Pac-Man, Project Cars 3. Um, Pac-Man, eh? Well, yeah, like, <laughs> apparently that's still something that kids want to play in uh, in 2021. But Is uh, it like Championship Edition? I'll, I'll have a look at that. Or the OG Pac-Man. What did I get? I got... Because I've got one of those, like, Pac-Man 2000, kind of whatever that's called, where it's... Like well, a kind I, of a remix of Pac-Man. I got Pac-Man 256. Yeah, that's it. Tales of Zestiria, mm-hmm. Rad, Tekken 7, Tales of Berseria, Katamari Damacy Reroll, Code Vein, and Project Cars 3. I can't really see you playing any of those games. <laughs> Why did you pick this up? Oh, look, I picked it up purely for Project Cars 3, Tekken okay. 7, and Katamari, but... 25 bucks is still respectable yeah. for those three games yeah they're a hell of a lot more on um, on Steam and uh, mm. like the, the PSN store and stuff so mm. might as well very good I had this thought the other day just like you know like random memories that pop in your head from your childhood yeah mm. and there, there was a kid at my school in like the year below me who was the niece of Kimberly Davies do you remember the Kimberly? actress from Neighbours yeah the blonde woman yeah yeah, mm. her indeed. Um, do you remember? Do you know her, Matt? I'm s- no too young. Do a quick. She's a bit of a siren, Tilby. Yeah. She's a bit of a siren. Do a quick little Google. Kimberly Davies. Okay. And she's born in Ballarat. She ended up in the US. Like she was on Friends, and she was on like a couple, like, what else was she? Was she in? Kimberly Davies. Oof! Wow. Okay. She was a looker. Especially in a very, she had like very nice, like classic '90s look, I guess. Yes. And uh, yeah, so she was on an episode of Friends. She was on Ally McBeal, Early Edition. God, that's that's a show no one talks enough about. Yeah, I never watched that. That's the Kyle Chandler one before he did like Friday Night Lights. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she since then, like you know, the typical "I'm a celebrity, get me out of here," "Dancing with the Stars" type thing. But uh, yeah, I remember hearing that this kid was like the the niece of this celebrity, and it was one of those things where there was no way to verify it because <laughs> it was primary school and there was no internet, so just like oh yeah, whatever. And then I was like flicking through this like Women's Weekly or something once, <laughs> as you do. I was I like how bored car- were you? Yeah, <laughs> I think I was at like a caravan park or something. And it was maybe I don't even remember. And then there was like her wedding photos Kimberly Davies got married and it was like big enough news to be in one of these tabloids and you thought and oh the- I missed my chance and no and, and and there was this kid from my school in like the flower girl outfit oh in the bridal party oh, yeah right. she she made it in there I was like I know that kid and um 
that was like a really weird and specific memory and something that could never happen now that that kind of coincidence of picking up that magazine and seeing it because now you just be like oh yeah i'll google it yeah and bam yep. there it is and there was this other story i saw i don't know if you saw it on twitter it was like a tiktok or something and this woman's telling the story of you know a apollo 13 mission that was like botched and had to emergency go back to earth and the woman that wrote like the nasa code for the abort mission sequence was like solving the problem as she was like in labor and she's this famous like astronomist or whatever you call these people and she like saved these people whilst having her fourth kid and that and that fourth kid is jack black (laughs) no joke that's so great and then you like look up jack black and it's like yes he was the son of these two like physicists or whatever and uh half brother to this other famous physicist you would never pick it and his mom is this famous woman that helped like save the people on Apollo 13 could you you imagine like the family being like now Jack we want you to aspire and you know reach your dreams and and go on and follow in our family's legacy and it's just like nah fuck that he's like a rick a goo goo (laughs) (laughs) excellent uh, rendition there Jono yeah (laughs) so just such a random connection and it made me think like do, do you guys have any random claims to fame of your own or do you have any crazy stories like that from when you were a kid that, you know, a kid at my school was connected to this person mm. or that person? That is deep, yeah. Ooh. i got to think on this for a second. Yeah, same. I feel like, I feel like Brendan will because, you know, he dated a wrestler. Yeah, and... he could do the Taylor Wilde story. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Well, I'm trying to think of like on the same sort of train of thought with you said where it's like, it was never confirmed until like later when I was an adult, like yeah. kids making up stories or, you know, thinking they were made up stories, but it was the truth. <laughs> um, hmm. This is, this is tough. No, nothing yeah, immediately comes to mind really as far different. as stuff that was inconclusive as kids. Like no, no, no one met people or went to school with people or were in the same town, like from the hometown of people that were nothing that are famous now, but like nothing where it was, you thought it was fabricated it's, when I was It's young. funny when you're a kid because you just like, people lie so much, they just make stuff up. There's, oh, all, there's yeah. all that like my uncle who works at Nintendo kind of stories. <laughs> and there, there's somewhere there's a kid whose uncle like actually did work at Nintendo and no one believed him. So, okay, yeah. ruined it for everyone else. Yeah. Ruined it for everyone. <laughs> not, not my uncle. Sadly, they uh, they were as far away from Nintendo as you could think. Um, yeah. Um, an ex-girlfriend of mine went to school with Jeffrey Rush's daughter. Oh yeah, that's a nice and there were some crazy stories and like her family was close with the Rushes when they lived in Melbourne and all this stuff. But then they had a bit of a falling out. And there was a drama and. Oh like that had to get taken all through like um not not the courts it wasn't that extreme but it was like you know had to go through like the 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 parent teacher board and all that kind of stuff because there was some (laughs) some bullying like jeffrey rush's daughter was apparently a bit of a bully wow um my my daddy's jeffrey rush (laughs) i'm trying to think i'm trying to think my dad could outact your dad (laughs) i love those random celebrity encounters so funny. Yeah. My my cousin who I had on putting in work 
before I started a company as like a kids entertainer, like dressing up as superheroes and doing kids parties. And he, because he lived in Sydney, he ended up getting hired by like all the rich Sydneyans, Sydney siders. And he'd just go to this party one day and randomly like Russell Crowe would be there or it'd be like Nicole Kidman's sister or something like that. Damn. Yeah. Like, there's, there's a couple, like there's nothing that's ever as awesome as that, like that you've said, but like, um, cause like I went to school, um, a school called Marist Ashgrove, um, which was like a big, like rugby and cricket school. Um, so we had like Matt Hayden and John Eels, like come through, uh, come through the, the, the school and like a couple of people now, like that I was in school with have played for like the Queensland Reds and stuff. Um, one of the kids that I used to like, I used to get the bus with, is now like some sort of like singer, like a <laughs> like a not like a TikTok sort of singer, but like he's he's managed to somehow forge like a decent music career. At a, is it Anthony Collier? What's a TikTok no, singer? I thought I people know, on like, TikTok were just miming. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> true. Singing, His yeah. name's Joel Adams. Um, okay. Joel Adams. Yeah, mm. and he's he's like I think a year or so younger than I am, but yeah. Um, other than that, like, I sold a skateboard to Michael Kasprovich, the okay. cricketer. Oh, the cricketer? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Like, when I was at, uh, at at Rebel Sport at Chermside, he was just walking around, and I was like, oh, hey, uh, I know you, blah, blah, blah. How can I help? And it was just, like, one of those, like, really, you know, nice, fun moments. Like, he, and he was a genuinely nice guy. Like, the, I couldn't say the same about... Um, Carl Stefanovic and Tara Brown when I was uh, that makes me sad because Carl I like Carl on television he's a guy I'd like to have a beer with and then I've heard stories like this right now and I'm like man maybe I don't want to have a beer with Carl he he didn't come in he just came in in like a a shirt and like footy shorts and thongs and wasn't wasn't so much like a terrible guy he was just not very like you know, not as sociable or as like personable. Yeah. Well, yeah, he was there with his kid, but um, yeah, he, he just like straight up scratched his nuts in front of me as I was trying to serve <laughs> him a Garmin watch. Well, that that's shows he's comfortable. Yeah. Maybe too comfortable. You know. <laughs> Maybe do you think about that? Um, and then Habitch will scratch. Yeah. And then um, Tyra Brown was just an absolute Karen. So. Right. I uh, had a bad run-in with the Veronicas in Sydney. Oh yeah. <laughs> they suck, man. They they might have gotten better now. Both of them. Back- they were both there. They were both there. We were at, they um, joined at the hip, John. What are you talking about? Yeah, they, I think they do pretty much go just about everywhere together. Is it um, one of them dating like Billy Corgan? Was. Fun, such fun, a I don't know, random, still is. Random connection. The, the cl- actually, claim to fame with the Bronicas, they also came from Albany Creek, where I, I uh, grew up. There you go. Yeah, and then uh, the, the football club they used to play at, uh, Robbie Cruz, uh, who played for the Socceroos and had like a like maybe like a five to ten year career in Europe um, played at the same club that I did what's there the story go. Brendan so um, <laughs> oh sorry you're familiar with like the Destroy All Lines nightclubs that were all around Australia like there was uh, Hot Damn and Bang and, oh, Thra- um, I know and Bang. Thriller yeah. all those clubs and um, Hot Damn in Sydney was like our Thursday night local um, and we were there big crew of us as we always did every week it seemed like for several years straight god help our livers and um was real late like it was probably somewhere around 1am or so and, and everyone was a bit 
bit hazy and then there was this big hullabaloo coming in from one of the other rooms it's like what's going on is there a fight whatever and we get there and it's the two veronicas who are about the size of winston and bentley like they're tiny <laughs> tiny little human beings mm. they, they come in but they're getting ushered in by like four giant security guard dudes all around them and they get ushered in into like this booth and they just sit there at this booth surrounded by security didn't want to talk to anybody people were coming up saying like do you mind if we get a photo or hi and they were just all like you know fuck you we're the veronica's type of thing <laughs> and they sat there and did that for like an hour and then left like just ignored everybody didn't want to talk to anybody went to the dance floor and the dance floor had to get like opened up so they could dance and no one was around like allowed to be near them it was just like this celebrity elitist nonsense and really bad taste in my mouth still to this day yeah to this day jp and toby yeah. i can understand that's that. um i i understand both sides because if you're them do you really want every single person in a nightclub to walk up to you to chat yeah, but, like yeah but if you go it's a public space they don't own that space yeah you're right they shouldn't they probably shouldn't just they probably just shouldn't be there if they can't yeah handle it, exactly yeah. like i i respect a, a someone's in the you know the social eyes privacy but when you're going to a public space where it is you know elbow to elbow for the most part and on a dance floor when you know everyone's dance is like nah everyone off the dance floor now these two little these two little ladies want to cut some rug and it was just so bizarre and I, I was three sheets to the wind by that time and I think you know me and a few of the other people might have been you know just getting angrier and angrier and just getting drunker and drunker I think the fact and, uh, that you were like it's an hour long and then they just left that was the part that really like threw me off yeah went for ages bizarre there's um i'm sure that we all have had similar well not maybe similar to that but experience like i i uh my meeting a celebrity disappointing meeting a celebrity story is colin hay i don't know if you guys are fans oh, of colin the men at work guy he yeah scrubs yeah guy. yeah one second before you jump on this story we've gone full circle here because you know how we were talking about jeffrey rush being friends with my ex-girlfriend's parents my ex-girlfriend's dad's name is colin hay so we've gone full okay. circle now and we've oh, connected wow. the dots yeah anyway so i was working at the port ferry folk festival which i did every year for a few years and he was one of the artists that year and uh i went to watch his like last song like he's you know closing with land down under or whatever it is with the full band I was gonna say like if he if he didn't i feel like everyone would have just left disappointed yeah uh anyway ducked backstage i don't know how i got backstage but i got backstage and i wanted to just say like that i was a fan of his and whatever and he was talking to this dude about soccer <laughs> and this nice. dude was like a massive like soccer fan and they played for the same club back in wherever he grew up so they had all this stuff to talk about and i was just like patiently like just waiting to the side this like 20 year old kid or whatever and as soon as he like he kind of looked over at me like okay what's this guy want and i was like shook his hands like loved you on scrubs you know whatever he and probably he gets like, that like 10 times a day and he was just like <laughs> thanks and then he went back to talking to this guy about soccer god what a dick <laughs> like come one on one less fan come on and, but no because it the, the end of that story is that I interviewed him a few years later when he came back to the folky again. And, Did he um, remember you? No, no, no. You're no, that no, annoying no. kid that interrupted my good conversation. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, and to... I, I went and got to see him 
Actually, it wasn't at the folk, it was just they came to town. But I got to interview him, and then I went and watched him play, got free tickets, and it was really awesome. So I got to kind of have a bit of closure on that story, and I didn't bring up our first encounter. (laughs) Ooh, see, I probably would have, just just to sort of let it be known that I hadn't forgotten. Do you remember me? Mm. It was over the phone, so... Oh, yeah. yeah, it's probably much, much easier, easier not to. <laughs> probably would have remembered you if you saw you. It's like, that kid again. Yeah, that, that scrubs kid. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like a good a good one that I had recently. Um, I did meet the Young Bucks when I when they did um, a New Japan Pro Wrestling Tour in Sydney a couple of years back. Um, they were just like walking around the, the foyer of like, because it was at Olympic Park and one of the like um, many, many small like buildings that they have there and they just like did the whole thing in there um and they were just walking around and like like no one was talking to them like no one knew it was them um johnny you probably have to like look them up to like get a better idea yeah. but what did um, you say to them i was like holy shit i didn't expect to, to see you guys here i was like yeah we're just walking around and um they had like a couple of t-shirts and like i bought a t-shirt from them because like they the big thing is that, like they're huge like their their merch goes like absolutely crazy in the wrestling world, um, and yeah got a got a picture with them it's on my Instagram and and I was like damn that's a really good way to to start the start the night and like from there the entire night was just insane so it's like that that moment where it's like the the night starts off well from something that you didn't expect so that was that was really good. I wish I talked to Kojima when I saw him at um, RTX there was no one around because it was like (laughs) it was just him he he was walking to the bathroom I'm pretty sure so I didn't really want to stop him but then also like I don't know how like comfortable he would be someone in English just talking to him and he has to like just like talk back like in broken English yeah I said hello and shook his hand and a little few minutes after that he sat down on the same toilet yes. after Slim dreamed you to be yes. poo so they shared <laughs> shared toilet warmth probably some DNA yeah, <laughs> yeah, in, yeah. in his sort of way you'll probably somehow craft that into a, a character for his next game yeah, or something probably. there's a bit of um, Salim in Death Stranding <laughs> no wonder he drinks so much monster <laughs> we can probably wrap uh, the is this thing on up we can yeah, wrap up, use this thing on, and uh, get to hoop dreams. So let's do it. Cheers.